World War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Age of Conan. an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Age of Conan Magnetic. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to this channel, guys. Episode 90 of Channel Massive. Woo! We have a, a special treat for you in this episode. We actually have a number of special treats. Yes, first off, Jason won't be on the podcast this evening. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's not a special treat. That's not special. Jason is on hiatus. Sabbatical. Sabbatical. Unpaid sabbatical. Yes. He's, going to, he's sabbatical. going to find himself. <laughs> yes. It's going to involve a vision quest, I believe. Peyote. Yes. It'll be awesome. <laughs> when he comes back, he'll have a new spirit name that we can address him by. Ah, uh, Barking Toad. How was your spiritual <laughs> quest? <Barking Toad. laughs> it is Thursday, May 21st. Woo-hoo. And one of our special surprises is that we have a special guest host. We have brought a mime yes. to join the podcast. <laughs> right. He's from France. And his name is Phil. Uh, hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we have mentioned Phil numerous times in this podcast. and More than he knows. I've said I really wanted him to be on the show because he's really funny and he's quite the prolific MMO player. At least as far as World of Warcraft is concerned. Yeah, I think there's really only one. <laughs> 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 and we know all of you Warcraft players out there will appreciate us having something to say about Warcraft. We've been rather quiet about it lately. Yeah, we talk about the news stories when they come on, but we've mm-hmm. been playing Warhammer more the 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 old folks here on the show. I remember. And we're uh, we're only going to be focusing on MMO stuff in this episode. Yep. So if you're a new listener who who was really hoping for comprehensive I, iPhone coverage, well, you are <laughs> you're screwed. Gonna be disappointed. You are screwed. So in tonight's episode, we are still going to be following a bit of... We're going to have a special segment in it, but will we be talking about what we're playing? Yeah, yeah I, think, I think we played enough to talk about what we played. And we have a tweet back, comment. We don't, have, we don't really get emails anymore, we just get tweets. Yeah, we're so like Web 2.0. Yeah. Like. And while Jason is not here with us on the show, he is definitely still running our Twitter account. And if you want to interact with him... He especially likes clever pop culture references and Twitter accounts. Just keep that in mind, Phil. Okay. Perhaps I'll send him one. <laughs> He'll be tweeting shortly. And Jason passed along a tweet that we are going to respond to. And then after that, we've got Twig. And then, in lieu of a blogosteria, we have Phil to talk about his his opinion about World of Warcraft. Well honed over 
years and hours of, of gameplay time. <laughs> we will be calling that segment, wow, state of the game. Yes. <laughs> Something to look forward to. talk about what we've been playing in the last week unfortunately my warhammer time did not occur i've been launching forums over at nintendo joe which is forums what you swore you'd never well, well yeah but we need them now <laughs> oh i see it's strange well in the bubble of only my staff participating because we're in beta it's really nice because everybody is having intelligent conversations and there's full paragraphs being written. And but once you open it up to your idiot readers... That's when I'll stop participating. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just let it run its course. <laughs> this is, a, this is a, a... What would you call it? Like a community managerless forums? It's a, yeah, Deus Ex... It's or, a social experiment. that? that philosoph- philosophical term for when... It's like it's like a an emergent technology. No, it's when when God creates the universe and then just walks away. It's some kind oh. of philosophical term. There's some dis- name for that. Intelligent design. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think so. That sounds like something. <laughs> Creationism. <laughs> maybe that. I don't know. <laughs> That's why we have Phil here to come up with the big words. Yeah. <laughs> so in well, the gaming world, I did play a little bit. I I downloaded Plants vs Zombies from PopCap Games, and it's really good. And you definitely need to download it. Mark. Is that for the Xbox or the PC? Or it's for PC. It's this. It's this. It's a new take on tower defense, you, but it's wh- how it's different is that you have a yard, and it's basically got I think five or six rows, and zombies always come f- along each row of the yard. Bastards. So they come from right to left, and you put plants in the yard, and they can either just constantly shoot little peas, or they can uh, generate sunlight because that's what the currency is in the game so you get enough sunlight and then you can plant seedlings and then the plants grow you can build walnuts that they can't get through they have to chew through them to get through it and there's freezing plants and there's exploding there's cherry bombs stuff like that oh wow and as cheesy as it might sound and that it comes from PopCap the people that make Pagel (laughs) Pagel it's actually really good it doesn't follow the traditional tower defense formula where there's this elaborate twisting path and you have to really think about where they're going to go on the path they just come from right to left and then they Hmm. every once in a while they'll come in these huge swarms there's a really huge gentle learning curve so probably if you're really experienced with tower defense and you start out it'll be like oh this is kind of easy but it it goes up n- nicely and it's pretty fun. As soon as my hour demo was expired, it's like up oh, times up, and I'm like I'm, I was ready to buy it. Wow! If I had cool. my credit card, I was going. I was going to. Really great game. I don't know if anybody else out there is playing it. If they like it. We have some stories to share. Send it to mail at channelmassive.com. M a i l. And we will pretend to feign interest. Interesting. <laughs> You've talked about way too many tower defense games to get all snobby about this. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just joking. (laughs) What else? What else did you play? I beat this one level in Ninja Town that I've been stuck at for six months just today. Wow. That was quite the achievement. Did you do that at work? (laughs) No. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. I did it at home. I don't bring my DS to work and play video games at work. Your supervisor called me and wanted me to ask you if you pointed questions during the segment. (laughs) 
Sorry. You're all about the supervisory. Supervisory. Action. Middle management. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know what that website is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been playing, Mark? I uh, So I missed out on Warhammer as well. Unfortunately, I didn't do my Monday night Warhammer thing. I did play the more of the Champions online beta, and, oh, and yeah. I'm out of the starter. The tutorial is really long, and I'm out of that. I'm in the in in the desert actually, checking it out. And so that's been pretty exciting to kind of. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's something that City of Heroes actually never had that I can remember. Yeah, and I thought, yeah, because it was all those cities in that cluster, right? And yeah, so this gets you. You can either well, like you have a choice. You can either go to the desert or you can go to Canada. So it's like. Well, I think I'll... <laughs> my guy mostly is an ice guy, thrives on ice and cold. So I'll put him in the desert and see how he does. <laughs> Not the frozen tundra of Canada or whatever. So I did that. And um, it's pretty cool. It, it, it's um, it. I was worried that maybe the game wasn't quite ready to be launched on July 1st. And we'll have some news later to say that maybe I wasn't the only one who thought that. So, Do you, well, do you have any reasons why? Or can you say that? Yeah, I can. I think the there's like no, no NDA, NDA thing. Action. If, if whatever the NDA is, they let the people that were members of the press have one level of it, and then they had other like a a, a beta for for this, those of us who are mere mortals, and they let the the press guys talk all they wanted, and it's the same experience. So I, I don't feel obligated to. Keep well, quiet. yeah, it's not like you're going <laughs> to spoil something. Yeah, so it's like uh, it just didn't. There's just a few things like. Some of the animations are are not quite right, and some of the some of the mob behavior is not quite right yet. And I just thought, wow, we're we're like you know literally like two months away from launch, and it just seems like Barreling there should into be a botch. Yeah, and I think there's some other features that have been alluded to that I could not find anywhere, <laughs> so they weren't <laughs> turned on yet. Like some of the things they bragged about. Oh, that's kind of scary. Um, Really great game, beautiful. Plays well on on mediocre hardware and everything. It's just you know I think they they're smart to take two more months and polish that sucker up or, or yeah, three more. Yeah, that's good. So played that I, I, every hour I can. I've been playing that, and then uh, of course my my tower defense rampage continues. So I've been I've been playing at this um, <laughs> desktop tower defense pro. Um, map that's pretty cool. Have you been playing it at work? Oh, yes, of the time. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, No, I haven't been playing it at work, but, you know, someday the dream is. (laughs) Uh, But I've been been playing it at home with usually with a sleeping baby right next to me. Um, So that's like an easy thing to do. But anyway, I, I... got this pretty good score for I was trying to get my time down so you can do these maps and see how fast you can clear it all 50 levels and I've been, really been working on this map and I was very proud of myself because I finally got it in like 13 minutes and like 37 seconds and then later I realized there was a scoreboard for that map and I was number one and the author of the game is number two wow. so I was like, nice. I was like impressive yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, well, now I can do it in multiplayer, and I'll really smoke everyone, and I got owned. So, I don't know. Apparently, all that preparation was for naught. But <laughs> I think it's it's kind of like back when all of us would play. The three of us actually used to play. Um, we used to play Defense of the Ancients, and there was there were th- 
the three of us, I think, mostly played it against the, the other people. But there was these people at work that would play it against the computer map to try to hone their skills, and they got really good at playing against the computer opponents, but still sucked against real people. So uh-huh. it was kind. Of, I think it's kind of like I fell into that trap. So anyway, that was way too much talk about my tower defense addiction, but. I need to hear that you've tried Plants vs. Zombies next week. Oh, yeah. Rumor has it that Jason is currently addicted to Free Realms, especially <laughs> the Tower Defense minigame. Uh, so we'll have to... What is like some type of pet ownership class thing, too? Yeah, he's talking about that. Um, I think at this point he's subscribed and is microtransactioning himself no. to the poorhouse. <laughs> so... <laughs> no way. So he's really into it, so it'll be good to hear oh from him when he, when he comes back about his free realms knowledge. So, Oh my goodness. And that leaves Phil. So free realms isn't free then? No. <laughs> it's a bit of a misnomer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it could be free with half the classes possible and half the, you know... Blah, Content, blah, blah. half the functionality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. Well, I just play WoW. <laughs> well, so he almost sounds qualified to be hosting this show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> More so <Yeah>. than us. <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, not much went on this week. Normally I stay guiltless. Uh, Did you join a guild? That someone conned me into joining their guild. <laughs> oh, no. Well, uh, actually it's a long story. So normally I do remain guiltless, but maybe two weeks ago I decided to... Uh, some guy needed help, so I, I helped him, and then he, he had me join his guild. So I was like, "Yeah, what the heck? I'm not doing anything." So uh, I noticed the guild was kind of, while they were all level eighty, they, clueless. Uh, they, they seem to not really understand the game very well. <laughs> oh, like me? Well, no. Have they soloed up to this point and then just decided to make a guild? Or they bought accounts? <laughs> no, they actually. They somehow leveled their pathetic somehow. characters to eighty. <laughs> you know, when you when you notice that everyone in your guild doesn't, you know, they may be in level seventy armor, uh, things like that. Oh God! Like, like you well, know, you would have got rewards have from you? your quests <laughs> that would have been better than what you're wearing. Uh, have yeah, you they, guys heard of purple items? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm all full epic, and uh, so they they always look at me and they're like, "Wow, man, you have a lot of good gear." I'm like, yeah, I haven't played this guy for two months. So. <laughs> so that's I've been at this for quite a while. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So, so I, I then I started playing with some other guys because uh, I had to do some arena stuff, and they're like, "Why the hell are you in that guild?" I'm like, "Ah, it's just somewhere to hang out." <laughs> and uh, so I said, "Ah, you should come join ours." So, so I went. I said, "Okay, what the hell." I don't want the stigma attached to being in this guild, so yeah. <laughs> so I jump over to the you other guild. Your, you can feel your gear corroding. Yeah. <laughs> so I jump over to this other guild, and then they uh, they all transfer the next day. So, oh, shit. So, so so I was back to being guildless again. But then uh, that's your happy place. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But then some guy, some guy, he was like, "Hey, come join my guild." So I was like, "Ah, eh, nah." So I explained to him, you know, that normally <laughs> I, I stay guildless. Uh, Due to some certain things, but he insisted that they were pro. Oh, you know, <laughs> I was like, oh crap, man! Anybody that uses the word pro yeah. probably isn't. So, uh, <laughs> so the dude was all up on it, and uh, sure enough, he like if I ever get on during the day, he always asked me to go into some heroic dungeon, and I'm like, well, you know, there really isn't anything for me there. So, but I help him out. Uh, so you know, I run my. I run my chartings and recount and stuff so I can 
find out how people are doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> generally speaking, <laughs> I'm I'm doing around four to five thousand uh, healing uh-huh. per second. Right, which is insane. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, so just just healing the hell out of whatever pathetic tank we get, you know. And, oh man! And it's always a guy who has relatively decent gear, but somehow uh, something happens. I don't know. He he's forgets like, to do something, whatever they do. He's like, the, let's see, I'm going to eschew all the abilities that would hold aggro. Yeah. And oh, yeah. instead... <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they forget to taunt. Yeah. It's like, who the hell forgets to taunt? Yeah. You know, so, so yeah, lo and behold, some mage will just be out there dying. So if you look at your chart, you know, yeah. uh, where normally your tank would have maybe 90% of the healing taken. It's you know, everyone else. Yeah, yeah maybe 30% on the tank. Oh. It's like, well, geez, everyone gets to be a tank today. <laughs> and the good thing about, you know, so I'm a druid, I'm a resto druid uh, when I'm in healing. And the good thing about that is uh, most heroic dungeons aren't hard enough anymore to uh, where I just can't continue to heal myself and heal myself and heal myself and, and everything and the whole dungeon can basically be hitting me and <laughs> I can just heal myself. So, you know, the tank will lose aggro and sure enough, 40 the, things will come on me. You're the next one, right, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, you always get a hunter with a pet that goes running across. And oh, yeah. yeah man, He's got on. it on auto attack yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile, when I'm actually in real guilds uh, and playing with normal people, you know, we, we'd never wipe. You know, you never wipe anymore. Oh, never. wow. Um, even in the most pathetic pug. However, somehow, this particular guild has found the people <laughs> that enable me to wipe for the first time at level 80. Yeah. And that was this week. It's so. like, congratulations, you have the worst guild of all time. That's right. It's not Vortex, is it? No, no. It's Are those guys I, still around? Or? Uh, that was our old guild. Yeah, those huh. guys probably are. But those guys are better. Oh, those, no, those yeah, I, I, mean, I didn't mean to diss them. They're, they're great. Yeah, Oni yeah, and all those guys. Yeah, those guys would be fine to play with, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what happens to people. This guy, he was a Death Knight, and um, so uh, a Death Knight tank, which normally is pretty decent, but uh, he somehow. <laughs> yeah. Now with this person. Yeah, not this guy. He hasn't quite learned yet. Check it out! It can summon ghouls. Yeah. Check it out. Oh, I've had the dude <laughs> Look, do that before. Look, it's a gargoyle. I got my gargoyle to come down. <laughs> yeah, he'll be in the middle of tanking and decides to cast army. You know, it's like, what? What are you doing, dude? <laughs> oh, look at this. Yeah. He's like, oh, the cooldown came up. I'm like, what do you mean the cooldown? Can you even do that when you're in combat? You have to go some... You know, as we're in the middle of battle, corner. Corner. go run away, <laughs> cast a spell, <laughs> come back. Look, dudes. Oh, wow. Well, that was a good MMO yeah. uh, weekend gaming there from Phil, so... Thank so, you for making up for us. Yes, for our transgressions. Mm. <laughs> I think we can move on to yeah. something different, which we will not mention. Because this the- is the segment that never ends. Twitter feed over at twitter.com slash 
Channel Massive, you give us our lifeblood that fuels our mailbag now. Deadly. And Blameful Gecko sent us a message this week saying, Holy smokes, this game's look this game looks like it was made for Channel Massive to run around in. And he had a little bitly link to Dungeon Party, a free-to-play dungeon crawler. Where you run around, you you get lots of different customization options, and all options are allowed as the trailer probably proclaims. <laughs> it could be a clown mage. Yeah. <laughs> And a dung elf. You just go into a dungeon. It's very cartoony. And more cartoony than WoW. Yeah, it's it's super deformed car- cartoony. And you run around through dungeons, and you have to find a treasure chest and carry it back to the entrance. And even the treasure chest is animated. And there's even nice... Uh, there's, I noticed at least one racial stereotype running around in there. So Sweet! That was probably the flag for Blameful Gecko to say, hey, it's perfect for you guys. <laughs> it's free to play, and it has an Asian stereotype oh, in it. Oh, it's perfect, yes. Well, it has 42,614 registered players that can't be wrong. That's right. So we'll have, to, we'll have to give it a shot. And given that Jason's just thrown himself into the Free Realm's maw... Yeah. It, it, we'll see. It's if probably that, right up his alley, at least. It may be. Wait a minute. Does that one have a, something between its legs hanging down, man? It does! <laughs> it does! Is that the stereotype you're talking about? That's that's disturbing no. if you really look at it. Well, anyway, we, we hope you all will go to dungeon party, dungeon-party.com and check it out and look for the guy with the giant codpiece, we hope. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. I, I'm hoping that's a skirt. I think he's happy to see you. He's happy. <laughs> Listeners, if you want to be next week's <laughs> mailbag, send your feedback to mail at channelmassive.com. Yes, we do still accept emails and audio contributions. Submissions, we call them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Submit your feedback. What time is it? It's time for the Week in Gaming! I'm sorry about my racial slur there. (laughs) I apologize to all Italian-Americans and and Italian-Italians. What I said was unforgivable, and fortunately I wasn't recording when I said it. That's right. We, We play it safe now. Keep it off. Keep it off the record. If you're on your way from Atlantic City to come and snuff me, <laughs> I apologize completely and was under the influence of Jack and Coke. As Jack usual. and Coke, the size of uh, it's a well, that's like about thirty-two ounce Jack maybe and Coke, maybe forty-eight ounce. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty big. It's, it's standard commission for you. It's a little much for my five foot one inch frame. But <laughs> <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> yeah. So we have news yes, to impart we do. upon an unsuspecting population. Finally, City of Heroes, or that is Paragon Studios, has revealed what the first, well, I guess the second official expansion of City, Her- City of Heroes. 
And how many years has it been since City of Villains came out? It's been like three or four years, right? It's been a while because they did their five year anniversary, right? And yeah, I think yeah, I think it was it was got to be two two three years. Yeah. So about damn time. And we hypothesize the channel mass have lots of great ideas like uh, City of Sidekicks. <laughs> I wanted City of Vigilantes. Yeah. Yeah. And this is actually kind of it, like morally ambiguous. It this is, is kind of close. It's kind of interesting that, yeah, that was your suggestion. Yeah. I actually think I wanted City of Cheerleaders. Oh, yes. <laughs> Noah did want City of Cheerleaders. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah. That would be nice. That would be nice. So the official name of it, in case you have been living under a rock, is City of Heroes Going Rogue. Rouge, it's actually as we say in got a. Uh, it's got a verb in the title, and it doesn't have a. It doesn't have a uh, preposition. This would not fit the SOE expansion no. naming convention. It should be called "Of Going Rogue." Of, <laughs> Adventure of Ro- Going Rogue Island, something I don't know. Uh, you know, they do it from behind. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's rogue true. That's true. So maybe that's what this whole expansion is about. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could be. Um, but apparently, honestly. Well, all we've all we've seen is a trailer video, which is CG graphics and two different characters that look pretty good, and it's actually some classic City of Heroes characters redone with some fancier yeah. models. So we're not really sure if that's going to carry over into the graphics engine or not. But the characters look great; they look more human than ever. They don't look as stylized, not yeah. as cartoony. But the, really, the the idea is your hero can switch back and forth between being a villain or vice versa. And and is it isn't there like a whole negative or a mirror reality or something too? Where like yeah, it's like it's Paragon City, but it's statements evil, mm. and so that that means that like all the bad people are good or something or something. Hmm. I'm not really Arachnos that excited about it, cool frankly. <laughs> you know, what's, what's your reaction? Oh, I'm 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 happy to see it. You know, I um, I. I I just think it's healthy for them to... I, I've been crying for a new expansion for a long time from these guys because it's like... I mean, the updates have been big and vast and That's monumental. True. But it's like, you know, you know that a company is serious when they are pushing out expansions yeah. and, and keeping the, the world alive and with all that new... You know, you just get so much new material to work with. And well, I think so, I've been spoiled by their free updates and their issues. Yeah. Because they've done so much, and they've done really weird stuff. I mean, bringing in Greece and yeah. ancient Gr- Greek, and Greek you know, we all, we here at Channel Massive hate the Greeks. Oh yeah, sorry, Phil. They're, <laughs> they're discussing race. Are they even a race civilization? <laughs> <laughs> Phil's Greek, by the way. <laughs> Partially. Partially. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just I was expecting something more creative. You know, three years later. This is what they've come up with. Yeah. Their their issue their their free updates have been way more creative. It could frankly. have been worse. It could have been City of Heroes now with camel mounts. But you know, at least <laughs> well, who knows? We haven't seen that much of it, so it could be really a lot more in depth than than what I'm guessing or assuming. But I mean, does it integrate a storyline between being a double agent or anything, or or do we even know? We don't know yet. You know, know. like. The really funny thing is, I, I'm of course being a being a total um, fanboy. I'm on the mailing list, and every time they have an expansion, or not an expansion, but a new update, or or in this case, an expansion, yeah. I always get the mail, the email for it the day before the website's ready. <laughs> so so I click, click the it link, and, and like it's <laughs> like it always explodes, and it's like, wow, your marketing department is one step ahead of everyone else. You know, I wonder if this woman with the black hair, if she's actually Warwitch. 
Oh, that could be. I think she is. I think you're right, yeah. I, I just don't know who the guy with the face mask is. Unless that's supposed to be Positron or something. Yeah. Things will have to be revealed. I don't know if they... I don't know what they've got going on here. But typically, City of Heroes has had story arcs that your missions follow, and you're ex- exploring certain neighborhoods and going certain areas for one reason or another. It'll be interesting to see how they handle that if you can flip back and forth how your story updates, how your quests change. Hopefully, it's if it's seamlessly put together, that could be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, they've already kind of raised the bar in one respect in that they have, you know, users can create scenarios basically yeah so they they can create story arcs and everything so i mean maybe they have come up with something slightly revolutionary for this one we'll have to see wish them luck go maybe actually hopefully it'll be free to play and involve microtransactions (laughs) (laughs) well with those guys i'm pretty sure there will be microtransactions galore oh yeah speaking of free realms has already broken a record. Yes. In 18 days, two and a half weeks, it's broken one million users. So that means World of Warcraft is doomed. Oh, wait, no. But it means it has more people playing it than Age of Conan or Warhammer Online. Yeah. So the only the next one to fall will be Lotro. And then after that, it's Free Realms versus WoW. But so. there's a vast difference in this game and those others in that you have to pay for something. Yeah. And all of those. And this one you can jump into. But there's a jillion other free MMOs out there, but I don't know if any of them caught on quite like this. Yeah. So there's probably something to be said for Sony's marketing as well. Well, I, I think I noted in the last podcast that they had hit the casual gaming sites where usually you find little Flash games, and there were there were links everywhere to Free Realms there. That's and then right, the installer was really that. slick. So as it's downloading the, the 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 engine for the game, you're actually still in the character creator while that's going on. That's like all like Ajax and Web 2.0 stuff enabled. So pretty slick as far as you know getting you into the game before you even realize that oh crap, I'm going to have to sign up for something here, even though it's maybe not <laughs> a subscription, but at least you know you're going to have an account and all that. So it's. It's it's almost like, oh, it's not quite as casual as I thought. But then, I think once you get going with it, it, it probably scratches the itch that a lot of people have where they want little mini-games and they want a casual experience, but they still kind of want some of the other things that an MMO might offer. So. Yeah. I'm going to have to check it out just because Jason's become so ravenous about it. Yeah. Maybe I can make myself a squirrel with a mohawk. Yeah, you can you can make a pet trainer class. You just have to pay for the first pet. Uh, Phil, are you going to play this game? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it could be something that I would use, however, to uh, lure, tap into another sector of the culture of gaming. <laughs> <laughs> tap into. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. It's as evil as it sounds. <laughs> it probably is. Well, you got to figure, it seems to appeal to a certain segment of society that <laughs> could be a little bit easy to uh, take advantage of. Um, Phil, Phil is, for the record, not a, not a convicted sex offender. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, he that just squirrel talks looked like, awesome. <laughs> the squirrel looked awesome. He has recently discovered furries. Yeah. He is uh, on right. a journey of self-discovery. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard the as long phrase as banging out. Yeah, combined with furries. <laughs> furries. <laughs> it's always time for a first. Uh, let's see. So we've alluded to this in the um, what we're playing segment, but but I there was a there was a terrible cry as if thousands of marks were crying as their homeworld was destroyed. And that's when I found out that Champions Online was delayed until September first. So I'll have to wait a little longer to. So that gives them what, like a month and a half more of extra time. Yeah, that's got to be some serious crunch time going on over there. But there's overtime going on, weekend working. Oh yeah, that sounds. Because they're they're visionary. You remember they hired a visionary. They hired a visionary. And that's Bill Roper. Yep. And he said, "Whoa, this is definitely not as polished as a Blizzard game. We better get this fixed." I mean, he is from Blizzard originally. So. I like how he described the beta testers. He says, uh, "Through our constant dialogue with our vocal and supportive community of beta testers, notice he he said they were vocal before they were supportive." Oh yes, that's and, a that's a subtle nuance that you picked up there, Noah. Yeah, I'm sure that it was, it was a constructive way of saying, "Wow, they really whine and bitch a lot." The bitchy <laughs> bastards say that it's not ready. <laughs> we quit. Realize that in order to implement certain features, like the ones that we said are going to be in the game, right? Mark? Like, like the ability to pick up an object and have your character not grabbing air while the object falls to the ground, <laughs> yet your character is stuck like this. That we all considered important. The development of Champions Online would require more time. Hmm. I think it's wise. I really do. It definitely I'm, is. Definitely is. I mean, we've seen it before. When There's no rush. I mean, psh. yeah. There's no other. There aren't any other major competing games coming out in this window. They could probably wait until Christmas if they wanted to, and I'd probably prefer it if it made a better game. Yeah, I would too. It's not like how it was with Warhammer versus Conan. Oh God, that was yeah. Yeah, if they can't release anything innovative, there's no reason why anyone's going to switch over to them. Yeah. So, and if they can't keep it polished and good, uh, then people they'll swing in there for two weeks and then just stop. And the game will die before it's even started. That's what we call the the wow wow tourism syndrome. Which that's right. We had a blog hysteria about that a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, it's like the new game is out. Goodbye, goodbye, cruel world. I'm leaving WoW forever. <laughs> Two weeks later, pop. Hey, you're back. What happened? <laughs> that game sucked. That game was crap. <laughs> so yeah, it's interesting. Um, there's a really good write up um, or a series of write ups coming out on Tinton Hammer. Uh, about the features for for the game, and it seems to get into some of the stuff I haven't seen on some of the other other interviews or previews. So you might want to check that out. Uh, I don't know. Looks looks pretty pretty cool. What else do we have? We have Age of Conan. Age our, of our long lost love. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> it is celebrating its one year. Anniversary? Can you believe it? Did the game come out in May? Seems like yeah, it did. Because I was all I excited. Like I was, I was like a birthday present, and it turned into a birthday curse. <laughs> <laughs> what I really liked about the the birthday announcement is how much they're bragging that Age of Conan's population base is growing. Yeah, notice there's no figures except for the 1.2 million copies that they sold initially. Yeah. 
but there's no like it's growing and activity levels have risen significantly <laughs> activity yeah, what levels mean? what the hell's an activity level didn't they have to close down like 60 servers or something yeah they did they had a huge server it wasn't really consolidation it was more like annihilation but there's no question i do want to go back to that game and give it another try yeah because for me it was never broken it was just broken for everybody else <laughs> i didn't think it was broken well it was crashing didn't it even crash on you it it yeah it's, well that and I guess in that respect it was broken <laughs> and that the client could not <laughs> stay up for more than like thirty Phil minutes. Laughs. <laughs> but I mean the gameplay was there and you know there's stuff to do just the, the content thinned out at the higher. Well, and they should have never made freaking eighty levels. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they launched they launched it with eighty levels. And it was just too thin. And then the the siege stuff and the never yeah. or was half baked. Water under the bridge, listeners. It's if you have been continuing to play Age of Conan and would like to give us an actual update of what's going on over there, aside from this wonderful PR fluff, and actually verify for us how you've seen activity increasing, we would love to hear it because I just need a good excuse to come back to Age of Conan. I, I really want. I would like to try it again. Send it in to mail at channelmassive.com. And we now have a launch date for Crimecraft. Crimecraft is, or will be, a persistent world next-gen shooter. Quote-unquote. Quote-unquote. It's set in a near-future city where society has decayed, which, that's not so near. That's kind of right where we're... Anyway, um... It's it it sounds kind of like a urban warfare type type game. Yeah. Um, we've talked Pseudo about pseudo MMO. It's not really yeah MMO. yeah. It may be as much of an MMO as like Counter Strike. What was the last Bill Roper game? Uh, Hellgate London. Oh, it might yeah. be that much of an MMO. Yeah. But anyway, they they have announced a, a launch date for August twenty fifth. So I like how Boxster is trying to steal a little bit of Blizzard's glow by naming their game so it sounds like it's made by Blizzard. That is so, like, cheesy. Cheap to call it Crimecraft. I'm not sure. Is there any spells going on here? Yeah, I don't think so. No. I think it's... it's I mean, it technically looks like it could be pretty decent, but... uh, Yeah, it's got some good visuals. But, yeah, but I don't think it... Yeah, if there's no gameplay throughout the whole... uh, scenario. If it's just about shooting some other guy in a city, it's uh, probably not going to keep interest long enough to make it into something big. Yeah, like if I want to do that, I'll play Guns. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> so Play Quake Live. Yeah, Quake. Hey, I need to do that. I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Thank you. Good <laughs> reminder. Sure thing. Anything to pull you away from your tower defense. Tower defense. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, go ahead. Oh, if you want to transition into the next... I blew that, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but pros here on Channel Massive. Sorry, yeah. Smooth sure as sign. silk, baby. Smooth. Without Jason, we're lost. Yes. <laughs> um, go ahead. Oh, okay. Unless you can't... Unless you're not ready. You've kind of, like, stolen my momentum. I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> well, tower defense involves levels... And Lord of the Rings Online wants to have a leveling contest. Woohoo! Kind of like Tower Defense, but not. No. But sadly. <laughs> it's called the can... One Kinship to Rule Them All contest. 
And your kinship is is Lotro talk for guild, right? Yeah. So kinships out there in Lotro can win some amazing prizes if they level up the kinship as a whole. They could be a winner. <laughs> the kinship with the most points overall for each game world, the kinship with the most points for per member for each game world, so on and so forth. They receive prepayment for kinship hall for their kinship hall for up to a year. Wow. And if you don't have a kinship hall, then you'll get one and you'll get the upkeep and maintenance for that paid for six months. So kin so this is like a base. Yeah. In Lotro and it requires rent or taxes of some sort in order to be operable. You can't just make it in like City of Heroes's bases. Oh. Like the one that we had that you turned into a pawn shop mark. I did. <laughs> I <laughs> griefed it. All these crappy glass I griefed <laughs> display the base. cases with crap in them and then you put a bunch of like comic posters on the wall. <laughs> it's really sweet. And then you threw like some giant enemy spaceship right in the middle of like took up most of the floor space. You couldn't even like walk around. That was so cool when I was done with it. <laughs> From our group bank account. You're using all of our money. Oh that caused guild drama. Yeah. Everyone thought I had like mis- uh, misallocated all of the guild funds <laughs> in in buying and outfitting the base was shit but in truth it was it was like one to one correlation from sale to or you know buying to selling so you know just sold it all back but yeah. it was cool i like the fear so Lotro mitigates that in a way by saying hey if you win this contest you don't have to worry about that we're paying for your rent and the bad and the, the kinship that wins the most Earns the most points across all servers, gets a badge. It's kind of like Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts. Cool. But uh, Tolkien style. No Eagle Scouts, though, huh? No, definitely not. Phil much in the previous segment, and that's because he was sipping from his saucer. In but his we've now taken outfit. his saucer away so that he can devote his full attention to us. We also took the blinding lights off of him. <laughs> Stop oh. licking your paws. Phil <laughs> 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 no. is here to provide us with the state of the game in World of Warcraft. Because he's played World of Warcraft, I think, more than probably all <laughs> other hosts combined. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I think we all started at the same time, but we all fell off the wagon at different periods of time. But Phil was a pretty loyal player and yeah. has, has continued on across, what, three different servers with three yeah. three different... Three maybe. different races and uh, things, whatever they are. Half, half of them on Horde and half Alliance. And yeah. Yep. And actually, if you played with us on our Monday nights, there were some times you potentially played with Phil. That's possible. Most likely, he was the druid that came in and smoked whoever was antagonizing you, yeah. of the, uh, 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 as the opposite faction tended to do on the Arthas server. Usually yeah. we'd go, God dang it, I'm tired of getting killed, I'm going to call Clucky. And then would come this druid and 
there would be much. And perhaps coincidentally, budget. he was playing a tauren. Yes. Mm. Yeah. The furry, the furriest yeah. of all the races. <laughs> I could have two tauren, two tauren, and then the mage. Oh yeah, you have a hunter and a druid, right? And then you have a yeah. little gnome mage. Yeah, but yeah. I don't play, I don't play the mage too much anymore. And I guess we'll talk about that later. But yeah, even the hunter, don't really play him too much either. Just the druid, the druid. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, was the druid the most recent character that you leveled up from scratch? Yeah. So the druid, druid was uh, the last character that I did, and it was. Um, Right around Arena Season 3, I decided to do that character. Simply because Druids, uh, you know, were kind of the overpowered healing class. And they still are, but uh, back then it was even more so. So, They were the god character. So how do you... Th- do you think that when when you're leveling up that character versus the ones you did in the past, do you feel there's been lots of easy buttons implemented? Well, um, I don't know if I'd put it that way. Uh, today, leveling is a lot easier because you can level a friend and get three times the experience while you're leveling. So it's significantly faster for you to level today than it was ever in the past. It's probably how um, that guild of 80s that you're with leveled up, huh? It's very possible because you'll actually notice the people that level up, they get um, the zebra mount. Like, well, it's a mountain that looks like a zebra. Oh, yeah, a that's a sure the sign there. Zephyr. But yeah, if, if someone's riding that and they're level 80, they're either somebody who has a lot of friends or they're somebody who leveled with a friend who probably is a good player, but they're not. Um, it's hard to say, though. <laughs> <laughs> but generally speaking, yeah. we it, if Today, if you are a real player, the only mount you'll probably ever use would be a mammoth or a, a black war bear. So. I have a white war bear. Well, you're special, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was given to me by the gods. That's right. Yeah, um, I wouldn't mind having one of those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we've prepared some questions for Phil that will measure his IQ and oh, I mean wait oh, his no. legitimacy we'll, is we'll, we'll try to get an emotional response out of him <laughs> much like in Blade Runner oh. um, yeah so we're just going to ask him a few questions to hopefully give us and you listeners a kind of a glimpse into the state of the game and I, I think it's pretty apt because Phil's been around for a long time in the game and also he has characters all over the place as we've described and he's also at the very kind of top tier of the arena PvP system as well as PvE. So so it's not like we're talking to a level 20 mage getting their perspective. (laughs) (laughs) So the first question, the first question we will be asking you (laughs) is um, what is the 1 through 60 experience now like versus the old days? Yeah, well, and basically kind of they broke the to game. That a bit. So yeah, I did. <laughs> but uh, so Blizzard, there's really nothing for them. There's nothing for. And in, in fact, even back when we were leveling, um, there wasn't too much until you got to level 55 in terms of good dungeons. Right. Um, you know, there's there's certain things out there, but most of it now revolves around 
you as a lower character leveling with a higher level person constantly just running through dungeon after dungeon after dungeon uh, you know the same one so just running no more over just and over grinding and over. yeah so it's or running sm so you're just the second you're able you know you're on 27 you just run an sm until you're level 44 then you try to get into something else maybe do a mirror or something run that you know and all you're doing is each time you run you try to get a level so, so you just run it and get a level run it and get a level so i know that the experience curve was adjusted recently to what's it like 30 percent more experience yeah. you get significantly more experience so it's it's significantly quicker to level plus your rested experience gains faster now too so, oh i didn't know that so yeah that, that's and so, then if you're power leveling through a dungeon with all those those mobs right then you're just yeah you're so like yeah it's pure power level so that's basically the only way you can level a run a run through a dungeon almost equates to a level yeah because if there's no way they can get new players into the game be, without having a friend. Oh yeah. I mean, unless you have a friend, you might get a new player into the game. But um, but it's not like back when we were, where we were actually leveled ourselves. Right. And there Through, were people doing quests. Yeah. Because now, if you look in the lists, you might see of the people on the server, there might be two percent of the people that aren't level eighty, and they're probably in their seventies. So. And are they are the players? Do you think they're playing with like? Are the majority of them just finding friends to level them, like real-life friends who are leveling them, or are they finding in-game friends? Or do you think some of them are actually, like, getting, like, outside gold and they're, like, paying to be power-leveled? Like, you know, five gold per run-through um, SM or something like a that? A lot or? of people who do that, but I think they're mostly leveling, like, say they'll have an 80 on the server, and they don't have any real-life oh, friends. Oh, I see. Right. So they, they can drop gold onto their lower level character and then pay people to run them through I see, you see it a lot like if you go into cities you know people will say I, give me an SM run 50 gold you know that even was happening when I kind of started to taper off there yeah I saw yeah. a lot of like really low level dungeons people wanting to run through them and I didn't I didn't make the connection because I was still of the mindset that just doing quests would be the fastest way through so i was yeah. like why are you doing that over and over your gear is going to be useless from you know that run but apparently that wasn't the yeah the, that was, i mean there are certain goals that people try to get um you know the certain gear right especially if they are trying to twink back when i think when we used to play together there was still a certain uh you know group of people that like to do twinks and things like that so 19s 29s 39s right specifically for battle group playing so you'd be the top level in a battle group and then just continue to play battle groups unfortunately battle groups kind of changed the, the way they do it um so now you can still twink but uh you don't see them hardly anywhere anymore oh um, really yeah they just you know i mean certain servers like the role-playing servers things like that they're gonna have them out there hmm. because the people just they're more devoted to their character oh and right. they have more friends around them right real life friends more can, social yeah where now if you're not 80 even if you're 80 it's pretty you know if you're not uh, a wow hero 2000 you're nothing you know you, wow. you can't even get in a group to do anything huh. so and it it's yeah the game has become much more elitist even more so than it was, which <laughs> seems impossible. <laughs> <laughs> They've managed to do it. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
So along those lines, I was I had two kind of follow up questions. You know, I asked kind of what's the level one through sixty range like. It sounds like it's a fairly bleak. Yeah. Um, as far as as far as like finding you know just groups of people like minded individuals to group up with and and achieve like some goal, it sounds like those days are gone and now it's like you know somebody way higher level is going to shepherd you through stuff. Yeah, um, and that's why they did that whole add a friend. Right, and then accelerated even further. And that's nuts. That that yeah. with that, it seems. Um, so, what is the out? Is Outland pretty barren now too? I mean, as far as yeah, there's no one in Outland. So, you, if you run into like Shad or something, you know, it used to be where everyone was. Right, and there's no one there. Just, <laughs> it's just like you, know, you might run into one person. Yeah, that just happens to be leveling, and they're doing a quest there. But the only reason why anyone would go there is to do a quest now. Right. So and it, it's really, and that really kind of shows why they, why the game is so incredibly broken in my mind is because they've continued to build content, continue to build content, continue to build content, but they do nothing for their old content. Right. Um, you know, they can incorporate their old content back in through uses of um, level eighty quests that then take you back into these areas. Yeah. And there's none. There's level eighty quests um, that they just introduced to. To try to get some more activity within, um, you know, the the new realm. So like you're, you're kind of traveling tundra or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so you're, you're traveling through there, um, and they call it. It's basically like, um, like you're a knight of the different, the different cities have their own little knights, and you know you're on like, you try to lance people and stuff like that. So you're actually, it's actually just like oh that, the jousting know. stuff. Yeah, the oh, jousting okay. stuff and things like that. So it's, you know, the quest involved in that. They let you travel a little bit, but they have nothing that travels you back. So they used to have like Children's Week and things like that, that would have you go to different places. But even that became boring. <laughs> and Children's Week for this year was PvP. Well, <laughs> in the battlegrounds. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. Okay. Come on, I'll bring my six-year-old orca with me. Yeah. So <laughs> and I'll die thirty times in front of him, and it won't traumatize him at all. Oh no, well, they see a lot of death. Yeah. <laughs> That's poor orphans. <laughs> but, yeah. Sensitize. but yeah, they they don't incorporate anything like, you know, uh, there was the elders, so you'd have to go through some dungeons when you're an elder. But even then, they can't. They should really have a multi-stage dungeon so that the old dungeons can be played even though you're level 80. Yeah. The I, contents there just increases the mob values, the mob levels, and increases the complexity and the hardness of it. Like a like a heroic mode for exactly. Scarlet Monastery or something. And the other thing is the way they do their gear. Um, so everyone's geared identical. Oh, that so, sucks. And once you're level 80, you know exactly the piece of gear you want. And there's nothing that's like similar but like a little different. You know, it's always well. I must go get this one piece of gear. That that's how Guild Wars got. I thought it's like everybody looked exactly the same because they all wanted the same gear. They had different different people might have different skills, you know. But it was like I I don't like I liked I always liked WoW because of the the total different way you could go about gearing yourself yeah. and and having that uniqueness. But yeah, and that's what bad. it was at level sixty. But yeah, then, um, you know once. I'd say around Arena Season 2 and the way that Level 70 came in, things like that, um, you know, everyone had exactly identical PvP gear. Because you had to. I mean, there was only one level, one kind of PvP gear, which was Arena gear, so you're all going to be in S2 and everyone's there. Um, but it, And then the raid gear was pretty much the same way, especially now. Um, 
And, and some people might say, oh, what are you talking about? There's all kinds of different things that are just like that. But if you want to be the top level, there's only one thing in the top level. Right. And it's there's just one thing. And everyone has the same weapon. Everyone has the same shoulders. Everyone has the same helm. So <laughs> they all look the same, and they all have nearly identical stats. And and that's just it. Everyone goes and checks on you know, either the armory or WoW heroes, checks to make sure that you're that exact yeah. little person so right. you can fit into their little 25-man raid and uh, and then everyone runs recount so they can make sure that you're really doing what you're supposed to be doing. So the game has become more you could just bot rather than play <laughs> especially if you're doing raids. Right. I could run a bot and be as effective as me sitting there at my computer. So. Right. So yeah in that respect WoW was broken. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, for the, do you think players? Do you think that they at least before, before maybe they get to the the terrible realization of of what the end game is now? <laughs> do you think that like level seventy eight through eighty is like the sweet spot for for leveling right now? Like, you know, there's probably I would imagine there's still quite a few people running the the heroics and the and the um. You know the non-heroics just to get to eighty. Is yeah, that is that? Still, I mean, like I'll, I'll still kick back and um, if I find a group that's asking for that, you know, I'll go into it just because it's it's significantly more fun to do that. Right. right. You know, the players are actually interested in the game still. Yeah. Um, they're actually, you know, if something drops. They're actually interested in that piece. Right. They're not like, oh, this isn't the whatever, the gladiator, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. So, and therefore, I so will. Those, <laughs> yeah. I like playing with those people a lot better. And uh, I think it is. It's probably a lot more fun for them. And the content's there. The content's right. more geared or delivered to be more diverse in that right. particular level. Um, so that's what the game should be. Right. You know, for everyone. Not just the people who are 78. And, and, because they get two levels. They get two levels of excellence, and then they have to get to 80. And, and then when they get to 80, they suddenly realize, oh, shit, none of this stuff is any good. And then they reali- you know, they go into the PvP battlegrounds. You know, when you're 78, you're pretty decent, you know, because yeah. everyone's kind of grouped together. But once you get to 80, you'll, there's a big difference between a new level 80 and a level 80 that's I been found level that one for out. two months. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you just get smacked around like a... Like yeah. yeah, I remember that story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's even worse now. Uh, yeah, and I guess some of your other questions that ask about the different races or different classes. Um, yeah, Red Pallies. Um, Red Pallies along with DKs, D- Death Knights. Uh, they certainly have changed the game for the worse. Um, and most melee classes, in fact, have destroyed the caster classes. You'll see almost no mages anymore wow. in Battlegrounds. You know, maybe one. But he's got his friend. You know, he's there with a friend that heals him. But if you're a mage just trying to make your way in a battleground, you're never going to do much. I mean, even me, you know. I, I played a mage for over a year and became really proficient at it, really good with it. The problem is a mage can't heal himself. Right. So <laughs> and you're very, very yeah, squishy. You're squishy, so you get hit a couple times. So you basically have to kill yourself. You have to let yourself die. Yeah. It's just so you can re-res with some health again and some mana. Because wow. you're burning your mana, too. Um, so, let's see. So do you think that when the expansion comes out, whenever that is, whatever it is, that's like the reset switch that makes the game fun again for 
for a while because it well a, it it destroys the all the good gear yeah, yeah it 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 levels the playing field completely yeah it, and and it it did that you know when they when they brought out uh you know wrath of the lich king it certainly changed the game for the better for those two weeks where, <laughs> where everyone burned to level 80 right and uh and then it became just that, you know. Let me go look on the websites, figure out exactly what gear I need to get. So right, and a lot of it just is that. Um, there's no secrecy in the game. You know, it used to be, no one really knew what the epic gear was. Right. Um, now now everyone like, hunts it out. Everyone knows what they need to go go to to go find it. Yeah. And, um, Between like WoW DB, the Armory, and Thoughtbot, like yeah. there's no secrets left. Yeah. I think that, I think that really has a lot to do with it that no one. That they they don't have any mystery to the game, right? And um, so everyone knows what path they need to take, and everyone does the exact same path. Right. So there's no diversity. There's same, no fun. Same, same build, same gear, same yeah. same strategy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably same button bar. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's oh, like it is, yeah, it's, it's exactly. That. I've seen. I saw. I got into that. Oh, even I got into that a little bit as an eighty. When I started to do the heroics, it was like, for optimal, you know, for optimal um, performance with recount or whatever, I had to do this combination, which was not necessarily the most fun way to use my gazillions of different abilities that a warlock has. It, it was like, wow, really? I'm just these four buttons is all they want me to do yeah. for the next hour and a half or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, and oh... By the way, I put my imp out instead of the the really cool, you know, <laughs> minion I've got. You know, yeah, it's like, you know, even that that started to to me to kind of set in a little bit of like despair because I'm like, I don't want to just grind through four buttons over and over and over again. I would like some, you know, but but when you have a well balanced party, that's all they want for optimal DPS yeah. or whatever. So, um. So, oh, I guess no. You want to ask the next question? It's one of yours, and I was just curious, Phil, to know what your opinion was of the Death Knight class because leading up to the Wrath of the Lich King, there were many blog posts and even some discussions here in Channel Massive about how, yeah, that's great. They're adding an evil class called Death Knight. Where are the other hero classes? Why isn't there a counterpart? Because usually there's so much care to providing some kind of parallel experience or, or balance or something that's a lot more obvious and yeah. this was just death knight and it took two years to get it whereas before when we waited two years we got a whole entire new race and a whole bunch of quests mm-hmm. i was curious what you thought did you feel that the death knight was a satisfactory addition or do you think that there could have been other things added to counterbalance it well what i would have liked to see with the death knight is instead of it being um you know, having its own faction, so it could be either alliance or horde. It should have been a whole separate thing that was hated by everyone. Absolutely, just like it starts out. Exactly. Like yeah, you should const- you shouldn't be able to align with uh, alliance or horde. Um, w- if you're a death knight, you're powerful enough where you should be able to take on multiple players at once. Yeah. And um, both alliance and horde should be trying to kill you all the time. Yeah, that would have um, been. That's that's really what it should have been. It should have been something that was played by elite players who really freaking know how to play. Yeah. Um, but instead, it became the go easy 
class. It's definitely the easy button class, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it there's bit of the overpowered classes for damage dealing. There's certainly it. Um, well, along with retribution pallies, um, but the death knights have certain advantages over retribution pallies that uh, a lot of people don't really understand that play retribution pallies. Um, now, both of these classes are significantly, uh, you know, they're completely outclassed by pure healing classes, such as uh, Dismal Police or Resto Druids. And now, if someone would say, what the hell can a Resto Druid do against one of these? Well, we simply wear them down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, a Death Knight fight, for me, can take five minutes, but, yeah, there's no way they can kill me, and uh, there's plenty of ways I can kill them. Right. So, so yeah, most, um, you know, but when you encounter death knights along with um, you know, warriors in battlegrounds, so you'll have a death knight that can do an incredible amount of damage, and then you have a warrior that's slapping mortal strike on you. <laughs> well, those two combinations, um, you know, there's very little that anyone can do against that combination because they never wear out. They don't have mana. They don't die out. Yeah, that's right. Um, they don't. Uh, and they just keep they can just keep juggernauting through you and it's very difficult to stop that combination mm-hmm. um, much like retribution pallies um retribution pallies have you know so take a mage take a major even um like a moon can form a balanced druid so a balanced druid uh if they're good they might be able to do around we'll say 3500 dps so they're able to, so, you know, and and you got to remember they're hitting a paladin, so they might be only hitting a paladin for around 2,200. So it's going to take him at least, mm, and, and say the paladin just stands there doing nothing. And, and remember, <laughs> he can bubble. So, <laughs> so if the paladin just stands there doing nothing, uh, you know, a paladin probably is going to have around 28k health in, in red gear. Um, so that means, you know, some 15 seconds that it's going to take this guy with and it, with no pushback, just doing, casting Wrath after Wrath, trying to kill this this Paladin. Um, well, that's not really going to happen. A Paladin can stun you and kill you in less than two seconds. No, oh, yeah. stun you, keep you stunned, you will never get out, <laughs> and in less than two seconds you will, he will do 20, 22k damage. With stun you. locking and... Yeah. Which uh, 22k is about all uh, a druid has for health, and that means you can't even pop your hill. So if you don't have your hots running, you're dead. So, um, so that's one of the biggest problems that we're seeing now is the fact that with retribution pallies, they can stun, and the damage they do doesn't break their stuns. They can bubble and still attack, which is complete joke. <laughs> yeah. So, so they they added the hunter. Um, the ability to to not get damaged. However, while he's in that ability, he can't do any damage. Yeah, like most other classes. Exactly. Yeah. All other CCs, like stuns um, or sheeping, they're always broken by damage. Right. But you have two classes in particular: <laughs> warlocks that fear. Mm-hmm. And, well, and shadow priests or oh, yeah. whatever. You know, um, yeah. Priests. Right. So, the fact that damage doesn't break fear. And the fact that the bubble can go through uh, and continue to do damage while in bubble are two things that are completely broken in the game. And they've been for a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they, 
Blizzard just doesn't want to address them. And the reason why is because the people that play them would be like, well, then screw it, I'm not going to play. Right. I'm taking my ball and go home. I'll take my ball and go home, exactly. But to to have everyone else, you know, when you have dual pally teams hitting 4K in Arena and guys with mages that can't even get 1,000, it's... it's, And, of course, there's certain combinations with mages that do work. Um, So they're 3v3. So it's not like mages are, you know, the hopeless class. But um, in terms of 2v2, mages have it pretty bad. Um, Yeah, I guess they would have... There'd be certain combinations where that would work. I heard priests aren't doing so good in arena right now, but... Um, Again, some of the brackets, I guess. Yeah, if they have their... If they have the right combination of people, so like... um, Priest Warrior is actually pretty strong. Um, and the main reason there is because the Priest can manage arena. So a Priest oh. is really pretty worthless in, like, Battlegrounds. And they're just annoying. They're just sitting there draining a druid. That's right. usually what, what happens to me. So they f- they eventually look at the scoreboard see, holy shit, this son of a bitch has, you know, 80 times the healing of anyone else. And I never go into tree form. So uh, if you ever see me in a Battleground, I'll never be a tree. Mm-hmm. Because you're an instant target. And if <laughs> they're I'm like, drain him, drain yeah. him. <laughs> and if you I'm, suddenly have like five different drains hitting you at the same yeah. time. Yeah, you'll see it all the time. Wow. You'll, you'll be like, what the hell is going on with my mana? It's like, oh, son of a bitch, a stupid priest is standing behind a bush draining me. <laughs> 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 and, uh, so yeah, it, it happens sometimes. But um, but yeah, then and then the same thing goes for you, if you're a druid, you can never transform into moonkin form because you're you're this giant blob of a chicken that everyone's going to kill <laughs> with, with a convenient name of Clucky. Yeah, <laughs> Clucky the Moonkin. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's... So, th- you, you just can't do it anymore. Because um, everyone knows. And that's the bad thing about a druid is the fact that they have those forms, and they all look the same when you're in those forms, and everyone just goes, oh, yeah, there's that big, fat Moonkin. Kill it. <laughs> kill it now. Because it's going to um, blast me. Yeah. Um, so... What's the um so we've talked a lot about PvP but and and I guess you were kind of saying that the twinking isn't so prevalent at least on your server anymore. Yeah, on any of the servers that I'm on um it just seems to be a a gone thing. I think it used to gain. I think it was that that whole thing where people said, "Hey, if I could have something that was really special, um you know, people would spend time on it and then then they were admired for having it. Nowadays, sure. you're not admired if you're not... 80. Yeah. If you're not... I don't even know what's admired in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? You know, there's certain... I mean, there's... It's almost like all you have to be is a retribution pally, and you're admired. And you're admired. <laughs> that, yeah. Well, our friend Donovan would be happy to hear that one. Yeah. Um, so, for running instances and stuff and raiding, um, our... Are are there still pugs going on, or is pugging like horribly, horribly bad, or is it like commonplace, or most people align to guilds now? Is that pretty much stabilized? Or yeah, you'll still see a lot of pugs out there, and um, especially as a healer, you know, you'll see a lot of a lot of people asking for healers or asking still for tanks. Um, you know, those still are the two big things to get, um, simply because everyone seems to want to play a death knight today. Um, and a lot of and with dual spec, it's it's getting a lot better. Um, you know, dual spec definitely helped uh, the the lack of tank and the lack of healing. Oh yeah, I bet. Um, I bet. 
so so things things are pretty good with pugs um yeah, you can get into some pretty good ones um and most of the time i would say you really only have one or two bad players and i would imagine that most bad players today have stopped playing the game um because since recount is so prevalent in every pug, <laughs> you get outed <laughs> yeah they'll just kick you off the off the thing in there and back when i was in that that one guild i was talking about that was um a whole bunch of just bad players uh seemed to band together they would always you know you'd always see guild chat that would say oh i got kicked out of my party again <laughs> it's like, like there's a pattern here <laughs> a yeah. pattern is emerging yeah, like, we like, all suck yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. man um so as far as guilds go are like how how is that are there a bunch of still small guilds like you know like the guilds you see kind of when when a new expansion comes out which is like we're a new guild and we're we, we're all level fives but we're gonna be great and you know or is it like now like a big massive guilds with like alliances with other guilds or what's Most the, the super guilds super guilds um and so the, the problem with super guilds is within a super guild they're probably just you know if they have 500 or let's say 300 people in the guild that are active of those, probably 20 people are their main core raiders, and they're just using the 280 people to drain money out of them and do whatever they do. <laughs> awesome. Um, so there's there's a lot of guilds like that that are, um, you know, very focused on their particular rating. And the the problem is they're focused on exactly the gear that they need f- for that time. Right. So it's not that they're focused on top level rating. Uh, they may only be focused on getting that one piece out of. Jeez. I have eternity that they need for that day. Um, so a lot of a lot of the big guilds that you see out there really aren't focused on being nice to people. They're just focused on those twenty people that formed the guild. Um, and likewise, there are some really small guilds too. You know, twenty man focused mm-hmm. guilds. And uh, you know, there's plenty of good guilds on on, on the servers on all, all three servers that I've, I play on. There, there's plenty of good guilds still out there that that aren't all dickheaded like midnight was um, <laughs> off on war not to name any guilds in particular <laughs> no, those guys all broke up now but um but yeah they um but yeah that was that was kind of an interesting guild um how's the economy in the game uh it's again everybody going for those five items <laughs> Well, yeah, there's certain items are uh, obviously uh, have a, uh, super inflated prices on those particular items. And again, you know, it's the same thing where you can buy you can buy something that gives you a plus 16 stat or you can buy something that gives you a plus 18 stat. And the plus 16 stat is 10 gold and the plus 18 stat is 1,000 gold. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so there's a lot, yeah. a lot of things Hard like that. Hard choice there. Yeah, well... The hard choice is you always buy the thing that's a thousand gold, because if you don't have that equipped, uh, you're Nobody some wants kind you. of crazy noob. <laughs> <laughs> so most people do go for the most expensive things. You know, for a, a level eighty player, money really is no object anymore. And in right. fact, you can generate money so insanely fast um, to the extent of around three hundred gold an hour with dailies uh, or with, with just dailies, maybe some of your talents. So. Still, mining, skinning, the best two to make super gold. You still get ganked but a lot when you go after mining nodes? 
No, they changed the damn mining so that you only have to hit it once instead oh. of hit it like three times. So, because you can pull, pick up the node so fast, most people don't attack. Oh, because you, you can only hit it once? And yeah, you just hit it once and you get this, all the uh, stuff out. Yeah, I'm, I was, last time I played, it was still the old way where yeah. I'd go, I'd be, I'd fly up to my my little node and jump off, and then something big would come up over me, and <laughs> I'd, then I'd be respawning yeah. as a ghost. Well, um, it's a yeah. shame that people can get gold so easily. There won't be any more stories of selling themselves to for sex. Oh, like the lady. Oh. Did you hear about that? I did hear about uh, that. Yeah. Um, so. It's, okay, so as far as crafting goes, I, I've been listening to the Blizzard podcasts and reading stuff. And, you know, the big promise over the years from Blizzard is always that we value crafting and we value your your dedication to crafting. And so we are going to always ensure that crafted items are equal or better than anything you can find in a dungeon, which I've yet to find to be true personally, but I was just wondering if your experience was any different. No, that's... They still haven't really made crafted items into the kind of level that you get out of top-level dungeons. Yeah, I... And in fact, they really haven't got crafting past really what you could get out of a heroic dungeon. So even, so once you reach 80, I would say that, like, the next step, so two weeks into being 80, um, is about the highest level you'd need any kind of crafted item. And then after that, it's all... Yeah, then, then there's really no need for those crafted items. Now, with that said, during the time that, you know, that, just like you were saying, the, the two weeks of when an expansion comes out... That's when these people were making a lot of money and were were doing really well. I do remember that when um, when it when Wrath of Lich King came out, there were some certain commodities that were, and even before it came out, like people were preemptively stocking up on stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the crafters had the field day monetarily, but um, this is a good great question. What is the overall vibe of the game? Is it a hustling, bustling, happy community of of people listening to their iPods like when I go downtown or is it <laughs> is it like is it doomy and gloom is it is it is it are people always saying I'm leaving this game to go play something else and then they come back or is it a lot of people always mention they'll go play another game like Warhammer seems to be popular among the people um, but they never do <laughs> they never stay <laughs> yeah I think a lot of the people are just leaving and just stopping gaming Totally. Wow. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think a lot of people do re- eventually realize, hmm, this game does seem to consume a lot of my time. Uh, but, Unhealthy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, on the, on the same sense, uh, the fact that it consumes time is why I play. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I can, I can watch TV or I can play this game. The same amount of satisfaction. And, and talk to... And I and think... you're interacting, yeah. A lot of times when people look at, like, the pastime of playing an MMO versus, like, reading a book or some other, or watching TV or some other relatively solitary activity, they always forget the whole community part of it. Like, the fact that when you're playing the game, you're usually having multiple conversations with buddies and friends, and that's a value that's hard to quantify, right? And most of the time, I mean... A lot of times, that's why I do pick up into lower-level pugs, because I'll just be sitting in the city, just chatting in city chat right. with people. 
about random crap because there's always something going on always something being talked about either it be politics or whatever you know? right so in that sense the, the game the game has certain fun aspects there yeah and uh, if you're in a big guild especially too you know you're you're probably talking about some dude that just bought a car that needs to learn how to polish it so that he can get the chick to prom oh yeah i love i love it when there's like it when there's when you're in a guild and there's young there's a wide a vast stretch of ages right and it's like the old guys are giving the young guys really bad advice for dating like really bad advice (laughs) it's just so funny to watch it watch it all or this other or so or, or there's the like the consummate liar who's like so transparent to everyone who's like yeah i get all the ladies blah 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 and you're like you're still a virgin. You still live at home with your parents. <laughs> you are 25 years old. You have a job at Cinnabons. You know, it's like it, you I know, like Cinnabons. Uh, I'm a big, big fan of it. <laughs> My name is Azriel Tear, Master of Darkness, and I work at Cinnabons. <laughs> um, let's see. Do you feel the game is still growing as far as our new people coming in in your? I opinion. don't believe that to be the case. Do you think maybe they finally kind of... We haven't heard a... I know, my God, Blizzard hits 15 million subscribers thing in quite a while. That's true. So I was just wondering if they finally... I'm pretty sure they're losing more than they're gaining. Um, right, the, its course, the, so to speak. It was strange, though, because right when Wrath of Lich King came out, um, their servers were overpopulated. Right. Um, so they had a lot of they had a lot of people trying to move off the servers. Nowadays, um, I think they are doing a lot more server consolidation and, and getting their server numbers down. Um, but they they don't like to talk about it. I don't think. Yeah, not a good marketing play. Yeah. I remember with with Wrath of, the, Wrath of the Lich King when it started. I I was like, oh my god, there's queues again. You know, I hadn't seen that in a while. I was like, yeah. wow, and. Both the servers that we play on, yeah. both had them. <laughs> so, yeah, they're, which, they're pretty lagging, too. Which is, yeah. Um, I think the next question is Noah's. Uh, Thank you for continuing the delineation. I, well, uh, I want it to be utterly transparent to the listeners who has which questions, because it's so valuable to them. Yeah, it really is. I'm sure they keep a track. <laughs> um, inevitably, there's going to be more expansions to World of Warcraft. What do you think the next one should do? Where do you think they should go next? Or should they just build upon what they already have? Should they go back to those first levels and add something more compelling there? Or a way to loop the 80s back like you were talking about earlier? Should they be new really ways? It. They, they new need class. to find somewhere to make um, the high levels and the low levels work together. Um, and I, I don't really know how that would be done. With the gameplay today, you know, yeah, they'd have to, they'd have to do a significant change in the gameplay to to make it so that high level and low levels can can come together and work on a task. Mm-hmm. But I think that would not only enable them to get new players in, because there would be interactive content for new players, but it would give the the more experienced players something to do, something new to do. Exactly. Yeah, well, I I don't know if you are very familiar with with Warhammer but it has and there is a kind of a false promise in that game of something similar to that in that um because it's more of a realm versus realm oriented game 
there's different tiers. There's like these three primary tiers of division, I guess, but, or four between the the level spread and region spread that makes up those levels. And so, in theory, if your faction conquers like the first tier, like you know, you have all the territory or whatever points you need to say that your faction is 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 ahead or has conquered it, that pushes up to the next tier to add a bonus towards that tier being conquered, which then pushes up to the next tier, which then goes to the the fourth tier, which is where your level 80s would be in WoW. Hmm. So it's like, it's an incentive for the low-level guys to combine with, you know, for everybody to make a big push at the same time, you know, because you get these, like, stacking bonuses. And unfortunately, it's not really working out. But it was a great idea. But, um, you know, it's like, WoW is there's no doubt that WoW has already stolen some stuff from from Warhammer, um, like the you can queue up for um, battlegrounds anywhere. Yeah, that yeah. that came from there, <laughs> and and then there, you know, my hope is that they'll they'll steal some stuff like that, and maybe that could be you know a part of it. You yeah. know, some something like I think that's a great idea to get like everybody, despite your level, to get together to work towards something. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't just mean opening the gates of Encourage or whatever the hell that was with yeah. gathering linen, right? I mean like yeah. a real <laughs> <laughs> I have five thousand linen we will open you know, I mean like I th- I think that's a pretty that'd be pretty exciting if they if they had something like that. Yeah. yeah or I, but likewise I think they have to Yeah, you know, there there has to be some way to level the playing field across the different levels. Yeah. So when they do, because obviously a level eighty against a level nineteen, uh, you know, he can kill a, a million of them, and they're never going to kill him. So, um, so it might not necessarily be PvP oriented, but it should be, you know, where maybe you do go into the dungeon, and your objective is to keep your little guy alive or something. Yeah, yeah, that that'd be interesting. Like, yeah. Or have some like, <laughs> have some kind of thing where it's like, one thousand level tens versus one level eighty yeah. in a battle, <laughs> 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 like a defense of the ancients kind of scenario. You yeah, know, yeah. Where, I, I don't know. It seems like they could get creative. You know, they've got a stable server. You know, we're no longer no longer concerned with database lag or whatever. Right? I mean, well, I hope not. But I mean, in general. It seems like now would be a time to come up with some cool rules. Yeah. You know, to... Or even now that you can get into vehicles and things like that. Yeah. You theoretically could have 80s and 1s in the same, uh, you know, 80 or maybe a level 10. That way at least they've played a little bit. Yeah. Um, But you could put them in the same thing, and if they're in the vehicles, they should be able to do the same, uh, you know, they'd have the same amount of health. Uh, and be able to do the same amount of damage, and be able to play side by side, right? And their experience levels could show within there, and um, because it doesn't necessarily mean that a level ten is a bad player. No, it's just it's a just lower. A, yeah, it's just someone who still needs experience but wants to have that. Yeah, yeah, I think that like a mini game like thing like that, like like uh like the battlegrounds are kind of technically a mini game. Like I think at that point they should strip out the level bonus and the gear bonuses. You know, and have something 
like I hate to say it again, but like Defense of the Ancients again, where it's like maybe you level within the 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 mini game, so you're all level ones. Despite if you're yeah. a level a well geared level eighty and a brand new one, you're basically equal for the mini game duration. But it would be so exciting, you know. And yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that kind of mini game, you know. So yeah, and exactly. And if you are a level eighty or a level ten. Uh, you know, you can always talk in the battleground chat to yeah. tell the people what to do. Yeah. Because just like with the n- the new games, Strands of the Ancient, uh, even today, I still get people who don't know how they actually play that game. Right. And, um, seems weird, but yeah, it happens. But, but yeah, the, um, yeah, PvP has changed with the two new uh, the battlegrounds. Winter, winter. What is it? Winter grass. Winter grass. And winter grass. The problem with that is it is plagued by latency and just yeah. massive server lag. I understand they're doing everything they can to get less people to play that one because <laughs> yeah. of the latency. And well, yeah, they they lowered the bonuses and things like that. Yeah, um, to the bonus honor, but it's still a fun one to play. But it it's always the um, <laughs> it's always the. Uh, uh, the attacker who's going to win on Wintergrasp. I've never seen a, anyone be able to defend Wintergrasp yet. That's what I've heard. It's woefully one-sided. Yeah. Which is fine, because it has to change in order for people to play that dungeon, so... And it's, what's the... Isn't it a weird rotation? Like, every two and a half hours or something like that, you can queue it up or something? Or is uh, it... I think it? it happens, like, every... Yeah, two and a half hours or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, wow, that was a nice even number. Yeah. Um well, I think because the battle lasts for a half hour. Oh. So it's really every three hours. Three, yeah, that makes every sense. Every half hour is the battle. So our last question for this segment, it may be a little bit tricky for you to answer since, you have, since you're more of a Warcraft specialist, but if you could foresee or, or give guidance to Blizzard about what type of MMO they would make next, what would you, what would you prefer... Do you think that they could, if they were to make something unlike WoW? Well, I think it could be similar to WoW, but the um, they should really make it more skillful, where the PvP is based not on clicking a button or doing a certain thing. Um, it might be that the items that you equip give you the ability to learn a, a special move. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it's it's more, and there's more key presses. There's more things with the mouse. There's more counters. There's more. If if he does this, but if I do this, I can counter that move. Nowadays, um, like you have a warrior, a warrior can do one. He can uh, if he's in PvP, he has one button, which is I don't even know what the hell it is. It's a swirly thing, and and you can't. You know, he's immune to all CC, and he just swirls around following you. <laughs> kicking your ass. And, uh, <laughs> I like that. He's it's one button. It's one button. It really is. Uh, all he has to do is wait for that one ability to come, click that button, and whoever he, he's attacking, if they're not some massive healer, he's for sure going to kill that guy. And in PvE, he has the other button, which is Sunder Armor. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> the warriors are lucky. They have two buttons to learn. Well, and it's, uh, I don't know. That, that's what they need to change, though. If it, so, it could be just almost identical to World of Warcraft, but if it, it should be more PvP based, 
Um, it can still have the storylines and the, the raids just for the social aspect of it. But um, to enhance PvP, there should be some significant level of skill, meaning lots of buttons, lots of combinations, um, more like what you'd see in, you know, uh, a game like... Like Dead uh, like or an Alive arcade or game. something? Yeah, like Dead or Alive, where you have to hit Counters more than one button. Yeah. Um, things where one person isn't probably going to be able to do every single move. Right. You know, they're going to learn one move, maybe, but he wouldn't know every single move, so he wouldn't know every counter to every move. But right. every move should have a counter um, by each class. Right. Um, instead of instead of having one class... Like, um, like certain classes just can't get away from that... The, the, the warrior thing. Certain classes can't get away from death knights, because um, like a, a blood ice, uh, blood frost death knight, he'll just continue to to freeze you in place and hook you back, and you know you just can't get away from him. You're gonna die, um, and he's gonna just continue to do damage against you. Mages especially have problems with. Well, certain mages have problems with death knights, um, but but that's what I think. You know, they if they were gonna expand on the game, and even if they were to expand on, I, you know, I don't think Blizzard should really pull away from uh, World of Warcraft. Now, if if you look at Blizzard as a company, you can see that they're uh, financially not doing very well, and that World of Warcraft is now uh, not giving them the revenues that they were even close to getting from two years ago. So, as a company, Blizzard is certainly in need of the next big thing. Um, and they probably won't get it. You don't um, think we'll so get that from StarCraft 2 or I Diablo 3? I don't believe 3? that's the case. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be anything comparable to World of Warcraft. Well, they were in trouble before World of Warcraft. Honestly, they were... Well, World of Warcraft certainly helped them. <laughs> no, and yeah, I mean, World of Warcraft came out and suddenly they were like the golden child of that whole portfolio, right? Yeah, yeah. And that got them through for four years of, yeah. you know, 10 million subscriptions, although... Not all of those pay equally to what we pay here in the U.S. and Europe. Very true. Like in Asia, it's pennies on a dollar, you know. Although most of the places in China seem to get those accounts wiped out due to botting or gold (laughs) farming. but So they keep selling them over and over again. But, um, yeah, that's an interesting thought, Phil. It's like they really do need to, they need to have the next big thing. After and they have so much, their staff is probably as big as it's going to get. Like yeah, in fact, it's shrinking. So they actually had layoffs. So did they? Oh, I didn't know that. They removed. Yeah, they didn't advertise that either. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, they they removed some of their staff off. And uh, well, like game masters and community managers, or uh, do they? Yeah, development staff, things like that. So they and they, much like many other companies, have decided to kind of change their model of development. So. Um, but yeah, I think if you know if they are going to compete with the next game, uh, they're going to have to. You know, they they shouldn't fall away from World of Warcraft. They they have such a huge base, oh yeah, and a huge base that would come back to the game if it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And right now, there's so many people that are just addicted to the game that don't find it enjoyable. And I'm not saying I'm one of them. I still find the game enjoyable. Um, but there's a lot of people who, you know, they talk about it, or they, especially now that Death Knights and Retribution Pallets are the way they are, there's a lot of people who are extremely vocal about how bad the game is, how bad the, the yeah, actual interaction where is. Where they choose to play, right? Yeah. So 
I could see that. I've seen that a lot. It's like, because it's like when people talk about addiction, you know, you call it a habit, right? But it is like almost a habit. You have spun up this entire, like, schedule for yourself where four hours of the evening are at my computer talking to my guildmates, who are my friends, playing World of Warcraft, right? It's so it's like a routine in addition to maybe a minor addiction. <laughs> and so even if they're unhappy, it's very hard to break away from that. Yeah. So until they've just, like I was talking to a guy recently who hit a wall, who was just like, and it went from minor, minor angst towards the game to outright hatred, uninstalled it on like every computer he had, you know, canceled all his subscriptions and it's just like I'm never going back to it again. And it's like yeah. snaps. I'm like, wow! I just don't get that passionate about it. I, you know, when I'm playing it, I really enjoy it. When I'm not playing it, I'm like, well, you know, get yeah. back to it. I mean, there was a time, uh, even recently, probably within the last month, where I said, "Meh, I should just delete my characters and go find something else." And then my friends were like, "Oh, you should sell your characters. You know, they're worth a lot of money. You should sell those characters." I was like, "Nah." I really want him to die. <laughs> you want closure. <laughs> well, it's really, yeah. If if people did start deleting their characters and telling Blizzard, "Hey, I'm not going to pay you anymore," then Blizzard might actually change something and actually come out with a good game. Right. Um, that would be the hope. Yeah. Um, but I, I honestly don't think Blizzard has any vision for World of Warcraft that's going to change the game to be something that we're probably going to want. I think someone else is going to come up with something. And I think something else will probably be in the realm of uh, a war-type game. Mm-hmm. So I think a, a, a modern-day situational shooting game where your ability to hide and your ability to move through your your environment um, and then team up with people. Someone like Call of Duty, but not... Like Call of Duty 4? Yeah, but really... Um, not so pure war. Right. Um, you know, you're still... And you don't just die. If you get shot, you don't just die. Um, you know, you have to get shot a couple times. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so it's not it's not necessarily the true-to-life war aspect, but it's more of what World of Warcraft would be if we had guns. Right. right. If everyone was a hunter, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, well, who knows? Who knows what their their secret MMO is? You know, yeah. nobody knows. Yeah, it could be anything. A lot of people think it's... It's like a StarCraft-based one, which would be definitely more projectile-oriented, yeah. um, unless you're like a Protoss, probably. But um, and and then others think it's you know like the next Diablo, uh, like a Diablo-based MMO, which would be a darker, grittier WoW. But yeah, and others think, think it's a totally new IP. Yeah, which I don't think they can go. I don't think the whole Satan thing is going to play out very well for them anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to play out for any game anymore. Um, violence continues to be popular. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's I true. Think, you know, a lot more colorfulness, a lot more. Um, Maybe like Grand Theft computer. Auto Online, Grand Theft Auto the MMO. Yeah, except <laughs> I, I think more like the way Free Realm uh, appears to be, right? Where you have. Uh, Squirrels killing each other. With <laughs> <laughs> mohawks. Yeah, something a little bit kid friendly. But still with a, a hint still, of evil. <laughs> but still violent. That's funny. Yeah. That's going to be the 
I think that'll be the thing that catches on. Bright, colorful, green, outdoors, more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it goes with what's going on in the world, too, where people want to see... Uh, a happy a, place to yeah, escape to? A happier place, a greener place, uh, <laughs> rather than a dark dungeon with reds and blacks and... Right. And that yeah, that's quite a, a plausible hypothesis. Well, we will know soon. Yeah. This history unfolds. That's interesting. I didn't expect you to have looked into the the Blizzard financial situation, so that was an interesting uh, revelation that not all is paved in gold over there. Uh, you know? Which I'm sure that, that was interesting for some of our listeners too, to hear that. Because I'm not sure how much everybody's really into the details. Yeah. I'm sure there are people. There are others who aren't. Like us. We call them accountants. Oh, no. <laughs> um, well, cool. Well, thanks for thanks for participating in our lightning round. No. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, let us know what you thought if you have some accompanying feedback. Yeah. To... Phil's take on World of Warcraft. Your, your personal experiences would be interesting. Yeah, a lot of different topics to hit on. We'd love to hear what you think. Send it to mail at channelmassive.com. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo in so much space. Episode 90, one of the most authentic MMO episodes we've done in Channel Massive in a long time. Yeah. We hope you liked everything. We hope you liked listening to Phil. We did enjoy having him here AKA with us. Clucky. Yeah. Torn Druid. De- what is it? Angry PvP Druid? Isn't that your description? Extraordinaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. He doesn't do too much anymore. But <laughs> if you do see me, you can say hi. Yeah. As, and send in your feedback, and you will be in episode 91 Woo-hoo. to mail at channelmassive.com. We will talk to them. We will be back to recording next week. That's my only advice.